questions from quarantine. Well, Salem Heights, welcome to another episode of Questions from Quarantine. I wish I could say that uh, the world has gotten simpler uh, in this last season, but in fact, uh, I've been hearing from many of you um, how this season has been weighing on your heart and overwhelming your mind. And so the question I want to tackle this week uh, comes in this form. I had somebody actually uh, make this statement to me uh, this last week, and I just wanted to address it very quickly uh, with a couple of thoughts. And the statement was, it feels like the world is on fire. Can anything meaningful be produced in this climate? I was reminded of a biblical writer who also was facing uh, an uphill battle in his mind when he looked at the world around him and he saw everything that was going on. He became overwhelmed and actually said, everything is meaningless. Everything is meaningless. It's all vanity under the sun. Solomon in the book of Ecclesiastes said he applied his mind to wisdom, he was seeking understanding, but it just seemed like everything around him was folly. And I think if we just stopped right there, many people would agree with Solomon right now. It doesn't seem like anything of value is remaining. Any, everything uh, is getting oversimplified. Everything gets reduced to anger. Um, there is a very few uh, productive conversations that are happening in our world. It just seems like we cannot even speak to one another. Can anything meaningful be produced is the question. In Ecclesiastes 9, uh, Solomon actually is working through his frustration there, and he gives us a profound series of summary statements. He uses his mind to investigate wisdom, and he wraps up this chapter with these three thoughts. He says, and I said, Wisdom is better than strength, but the wisdom of the poor man is despised. His words are not heeded. The calm words of the wise are heeded more than the shouts of a ruler over fools. Wisdom is better than the weapons of war, but one sinner can destroy much good. I just want to make a, a couple of observations about that passage. It really stood out to me as almost being cut from the headlines today. I just want you to notice the way in which wisdom is transmitted. It says the calm words of the wise are heeded more than the shouts of a ruler over the fools. The calm words. I think one of the things that our world is craving right now are people that are centered and who do not get their credibility from the mass or from others. They get their credibility from thoughtful application of knowledge. They listen to the Lord. They are steady. They are true. We need pillars in our society more than ever. And pillars, by definition, don't rush around. They aren't loud. They are steady and stable, and they hold things up. Wisdom is one of those pillar words that describes pillar people. Pillars need to be calm. Amidst of a rushing river, the pillar that holds up the bridge is one that is steady against the raging waters. The way in which wisdom is transmitted is calm, but also the way that wisdom is thwarted says, the calm words of the wise are heeded more than the shouts of a ruler 
over fools. Wisdom is better than weapons of war. But one sinner can destroy much good. Notice that what gets in the way of wisdom is shouting and power plays. I don't see a lot of productive tweets out there. I don't see a lot of people that are entering into the fracas right now uh, with short little uh, angry bursts that are adding anything to the discussion. What I see right now is that wisdom actually will get thwarted. Good people that need to be heard will be missed. In fact, uh, he gives an amazing illustration. He says um, in verse 11, leading up to this description, what leads him to this moment is Solomon says, and again, I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift or the battle to the strong or bread to the wise or riches to the discerning or favor to the skillful. Rather, it seems like time and chance happen to all of them. He says, I observed this also. And it was significant to me. There was a small city with a few men in it. And a great king came against it and surrounded it and built large siege works against it. Now a poor wise man was found in this city, and he delivered the city by his wisdom. Yet no one remembered that poor man. And I said, wisdom is better than strength, but the wisdom of the poor man is despised. He's quickly forgotten. Wisdom gets thwarted by shouts. But I will say this also. If you're going to speak in these times, and I believe we need people who are willing to speak. I think we need people who are steady, pillar, uh, people that are invested in our community to hear discussions, to participate in discussions, to mindfully add their voice in the midst of all of the mess, we need a steady spirit that will begin to speak up and draw people together and come to solid conclusions. But if you're going to be a part of that, you need to understand this final thought of uh, Ecclesiastes 9. And that is that the carrier of wisdom is often forgotten, but wisdom is its own reward. I know that's a bit of a proverb, uh, the way that I've worded that, but... I really do believe that's a, a, a critical one. This man was listed here by Solomon as somebody who saved a city, and yet he was forgotten, though the city went on in peace. What's important to note is that Solomon doesn't say it was a waste for that man. The value to the city uh, is incredible. And I would say this, in our own city, in our own state, in our own nation, we need voices of people who are willing to be forgotten because the greater good gets accomplished. Will you lend your voice quietly, give strength to those who need to be heard? Will you also add a calm, consistent resilience, a gospel presence? The scriptures declare that Christ died, was buried, and rose again on the third day in order to take away sins and give us a new relationship with God, one that leads to peace. We need to have that gospel presence in our city. Uh, a, a carrier of gospel truth needs to be somebody who is also willing to lay down their life, be able to drink up the poison that surrounds them, but then point people to something that is much higher than themselves. Christ, the answer of the gospel, 
and steady people. That's what we have as the need for the day. But if I can add one more thought, um, and if I could plead with you, I, I would ask you, Salem Hiders, to consider right now, uh, and, and believers who may be watching this, uh, that we need to have our voices heard. But if I could say it this way, you should know God's opinion before you share yours. What is it that God says in Scripture you should be about? Do not hide. Don't run. But when you lend your voice, let it be a voice that is in tune with God's voice. Let it be a voice that is in tune with God's heart. What I would like is uh, I've actually uh, attached a clip from the Bible Project on justice in Scripture, justice as a theme. I would like you to listen to it, consider it, and then allow that to be part of what informs you as you lend your voice to a hurting world. Thank you, and God bless you as you apply these things.